We're looking at the team roster as a whole, who's departing after this year, and how will we keep up the progress? This might be the year we have to win the Big Ten West. Find out why today on Locked On Golden Gophers. Locked On Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day when it comes to gopher sports. We're glad to be a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk gophers with you. And today we have a large amount of things to talk about when it comes to the gophers football program. So when you want to find out about gopher sports, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's women's basketball, men's hockey, women's hockey, we're talking about it right here on this podcast. So get a part of the community now. Start chopping it up. Start talking in the comments on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe over there and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Just find us at Locked On Golden Gophers. I'm super appreciative for, for that, but let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about why we're here, folks. And we're here because we need to discuss is this the year that we have to win the Big Ten West? The more and more I look at it, the more and more it looks like this could be our best opportunity. Now, why is that? Well, we're going to talk about team departures after this year. Then we're going to talk about which young players will need to step up for future years in order for us to continue the success. And then we'll also talk about team needs and what we need for this 2023 class besides what we've already got in commits. So that's what we're going to do today. Lots to cover. But first, let's talk about team departures. This is why I believe we might need to make it all out for this season. Because listen to these names that have no remaining eligibility after this season. Starting quarterback, Tanner Morgan. Starting center, John Michael Schmitz. Starting left guard, most likely, could be right guard, Chuck Filiaga. Uh, starter for multiple years, Terrell Smith, who is a defensive back. Chris Ottman-Bell, our starting wide receiver. Thomas Rush, our starting edge rusher. Our starting safety, Jordan Howden. Our starting running back, Mo Ibrahim. Our starting linebacker, Mariano Sorimarin. Uh, potential starting tackle or guard, Axel Rushmeyer. Our starting kicker, Matthew Trickett. And then we also have Clay Geary and Sam Pickeran. I mean, listen to those names, folks. That is a ton of our production, not only for this upcoming season, but for the past couple seasons. So we're losing a lot of big name production. And, and that doesn't even include, it doesn't include if someone was to transfer. Because you know what, in this day and age, and in this era, that is a growing problem is transferring and people wanting to go somewhere else, whether that be for playing time, whether that be for NIL or other reasons, you're allowed that one time free transfer now. So the transfer thing isn't going to slow down. We could lose people to transfers and we also could lose early 
declare. We could lose due to early declare for the NFL draft, which means those would be players who are our more productive players to add to all those other guys that have only one year of remaining eligibility left. That could be a huge hit to the Gophers when it comes to the following season. Now, guys that could make that early jump, if they pop off this year, if they show out, and if they really show what they got on the field, you could see Tyler Newbin, you could see Brevin Spanford, you could see Ryan Stapp, Beanie Bishop, Dalen Wright. If all those guys have fantastic years, they could take the leap, they could take the jump and try to test the waters with the NFL in the draft. That would be huge. That would be a huge ding to what we're building. So that's why the time might be now, folks. The time might be this upcoming season where we need to step in and we need to win the Big Ten West and then go and try to win the whole Big Ten. We This is the year. We've got so much production coming back, especially on the offense with over 80% of our offensive production back this year. That's not going to be what it is next year. Like we said, starting quarterback gone, starting running back gone, starting two offensive linemen gone, starting wide receiver gone. That's just looking potentially three offensive linemen gone again. So the time's now, folks. The time is now, but it's not time to panic either. So which young players will we need to at least show flashes, show life or step up in order to calm the fears and look towards the future and what could be a bright continued progression. We're going to talk about that next, but first we have to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. See, Built Bar is building more and more delicious flavors for you each and every month. And this year, one of their highlighted flavors, the new kind is mud pie. Now you might be thinking mud pie. Why would I want to try that? It's a flashback to the olden days. It's that nostalgia, you know, when you had like the dirt cups and things like that. Think of that and how delicious those were as a kid. Well, now you can get that in a protein bar with Built Bar. And it's packing 17 to 19 grams of protein, less than 200 calories, and typically only about four grams of sugar. So it's good for you. It tastes good. It gives you the throwback. And if that's not your flavor, you're like, that's not for me. They have so many flavors that all taste good. If you like chocolate and cherry, then cherry barcia is for you. If you like more of the brownie type texture, taste, flavor, then let's talk about peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, brownie batter. I mean, I could go on there. If you're looking for something more sweet and not as chocolatey, then you could head on over to the cake batter puffs or try any of their other puffs bars. They also have granola. They have the white chocolate berry granola. They have the peanut butter granola. I mean, head on over to built.com and try these things out because they taste delicious and they're power packed with protein. They'll tide you over from lunch to dinner if you need a little snack and they're great for after workouts. And when you go on to get your first order or your second order or third order, you name it, anytime you go on, make sure you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Now, 
folks, I'm so happy that we're growing this community with the Lockdown Golden Gophers. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel where we are building it up. Hopefully we can knock out 200 subscribers by the end of this month. That's the goal, folks. So let's reach it. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Tweet. Tag people on Twitter who like the Golden Gophers. If you have followers, if you have friends who have Twitter and they like the Golden Gophers, tag them at lock or at LO Golden Gophers. Take them on one of our posts so that way they can see it, they can subscribe, and we can build this thing up. We're going to have competitions with our subscribers, engagement with our subscribers, whether it be on YouTube or on Twitter. And we're going to win this lockdown battle for the axe. So I need I need y'all to spread the word. Time is now. But we're going to dive back into what we are here to talk about, which is now talking about what young players will we need to step up in the wake of all these production players that are going to have their last year of eligibility after the season. So let's talk about it. We're going to talk about it by position. So let's look at the quarterback. Quarterback, we have a lot of options that will get a shot. Otherwise, we may go all out on a 24 guy, but we have a lot of guys on the roster that will at least get a shot or a look after Tanner Morgan finishes this season. So you got uh, Jacob Newth, you got Cole Kramer, you've got the odds-on favorite and many fans' favorites with Ethan Kaliakmanis. And I struggle, I always second-guess myself with his last name now because I got called out by his pops, folks. Like, his dad on Twitter had to phonetically spell it out for me to make sure I got it right. Now, you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast, that I absolutely love Ethan. I love his skill set. I love his talent. And I can't wait to see him hit the field. So Kaliak Manis, Kaliak Manis, Kaliak Manis. We're going to get it in there. We're going to get it locked in the brain. I know you're supposed to repeat things seven times, but I'm not going to put you all through that right now. So I am super stoked for him. I think that he has the odds on lead to get that starting position. And we saw that in the spring game where he got all of the QB reps besides one for the gold team. He seems to be the QB two on the roster right now. And I think it's his job to lose after Tanner Morgan leaves. Now we also have Drew Viotto, who is a former current teammate with Darius Taylor, both our 2023 commits. So we've got him coming in as well. So he'll at least get a shot and a look and the opportunity to compete. I think all of these guys are young enough that it'll go to whoever wins the job out, whoever proves that they could be not only the future, but the best quarterback for next season, because we're not, we're not looking for the future immediately. We are looking to win right away. We're looking to stay competitive and win the big 10. So whoever gives us the best shot to win right away is going to be the starter come day one, game one of 2023. Now, moving forward, we just need one of those guys to step up in order to have some bright, uh, positive feelings for the quarterback position. Now, talking about running backs, I think we should be good at running back moving forward. You've got Trey Potts, who showed he can lead the backfield on his own if he needed to. When he was uh, prior to his injury last year, he ran away with that job after Mo went down. But you've also got true freshman Zach Evans, who the running back coach, who the offensive coordinator, who the head coach have all said, this kid is talented. He, his potential is crazy and that he works his tail off. So 
I think we're in good hands with those guys. You've also got Bryce Williams on the roster who has contributed and been a great rotational back. You've got Darius Taylor coming in in 2023 who has flexibility, has receiving chops, has returning chops. So he's a great asset to have in that running back room as well. You've got Marquise Williams, who's at least heavily considering the Gophers were in his top seven. He just took an official or no, he's taking an official visit. And so more to follow with that, but that room seems to be in a very good position and we are excited for it moving forward. So you just want to see flashes of those guys continuing to show they can be the guy. Now let's move over to offensive line. You feel good about the offensive line looking forward this year could be uh, weary if any of the starters go down because the depth it doesn't feel fantastic when you're looking at that spring game and how many sacks were given up, but the starters did phenomenal in that first half and there weren't very many sacks. So you've got Ariante Erzery and Quinn Carroll, who you hope will step up right away and be foundations in that offensive line for the next year. Hopefully Ariante Erzery has a couple years of being the foundational piece in that offensive line. We've got four recruits committed, plus another listing us as his top four on his top four final list for the 2023 class. And then you've got younger guys like Cameron James, like Martez Lewis, who if we get what two or three of each of these year guys stepping up, there you go. You have your foundation, you have your O-line. Now let's run through it with multiple years of success. And PJ has shown us that he's not going to, it's not a seniority thing. It's whoever's going to put the best product and the best talent on the field. We saw that when we saw guys like uh, Blaze playing as a true freshman. John Michael Schmitz played as a true freshman at times. You've got uh, Daniel Falele who got time early. I mean, he's not going to run away from these guys if they're true freshmen. He's going to give them, even redshirt freshmen, He's going to give the best guys the opportunity, and I think we have a lot of names to be excited about for many years to come at the O-line. Pair that with rock star offensive line coach Callahan, and I think we're going to be in good hands there. So running back, we feel good. Offensive line, we feel good. QB, you just hope that one of those guys shows that they can take it over and be the next guy not a bad thing at all. So let's look at interior defensive line. I think we have rock solid depth when it comes to our interior defensive line. You've got Devin Easter, excuse me, Devin Eastern with an N at the end. Uh, huge Minnesota talent, four-star guy. Dude is massive and he is going to be a monster. I'm telling you straight up folks, I am not talking about potential. I am talking about this dude is going to be a beast for the Gophers. He's an interior defensive lineman and do not be surprised when he is playing on Saturdays this year. He's going to get time. He's a monster. He's a beast. And I think he's going to have a good two to three years, these next few years, destroying those interior offensive linemen because dude is a dog. Then you got Trill Carter. He's still got three years of eligibility left, which means he could still have two years after this season. Then you've got Gage Keys, Darnell Jeffries, who transferred in, Kyler Baugh, who transferred in. You got possibly Trey Bixby playing inside, who is a four-star recruit in this new class that we just had join us, 2022. He wasn't in the spring program because he wasn't officially early enrolled, but now he's on campus and he's getting into the groove of things now. And then you've got 2023, Martin Owusu, who will be joining that year, interior defensive line as well. So I think we've got great depth. I think we've got great talent, and I am not worried about that interior defensive line 
this year or for years to come. We got some studs in there and it is going to be rock solid. And then cornerback. Cornerback is another position. It's always good to gain talent, but you know what? We have a lot of promising guys on our cornerback position, in my opinion. Now you've got Beanie Bishop, you've got Ryan Stapp. Both of them could be back for another year in 2023, or they could try to take the jump to the NFL, depending on how much success they find next season. But even with one of those guys back, the room looks great. You got one of them Plus, you got Justin Wally. You've got Flip Dixon, who can play a cornerback, nickel corner, uh, safety, linebacker. He'll be bouncing all over, and that is an absolute threat that a lot of teams can't capitalize on. So he will be a very fun player to watch both this year and years to come. And then you've got Miles Fleming, who showed flashes and promise as well. I mean, all those guys I just named have shown production and shown flashes. And then you've got young potential and guys like Tariq Watson, uh, early enroll freshman. Rylan Kelly, early enroll freshman, Zaquan Bryan, who's going to be coming in in 2023, former four-star Stephen Ortiz Jr., who is with the Gophers still at cornerback, possibly Marjavis Moss, four-star guy in the 2023 class, who is heavily considering the Gophers, and I believe we are in his top two. So our cornerback position looks absolutely phenomenal. Our cornerback room looks promising for years and years to come, and we've found success at that position previous years as well. So I'm really looking forward to that cornerback. And those are all of the positions that I think you just look for guys to show that they can have that production this season and then continue to build on it for years to come. But what do we need from our 2023 class then? What is the positions of need as we continue to build this class out? That's what we're going to talk about coming up next. All right, so let's jump into it, folks. Let's talk about what we need, positions of need for the class of 2023. Now, with the guys that we have already, we've got a quarterback coming in. We've got a couple of tight ends coming in. We've got a handful of offensive linemen coming in and a couple of defensive linemen as well, two linebackers coming in. So the class is built with a good variety of positions with commits right now, but we still need help moving forward at some of these positions. So the positions of high need, in my opinion, are defensive back, linebacker, edge, and wide receiver. Those are our top positions of need, just looking at this roster top to bottom and looking towards the future. So let's start off with defensive back. And when I say defensive back, I mean safety. Now, clearly I just said that the cornerback position was one that looks pretty good and promising. So I'm talking about safeties, namely. Now we've got Coleman Bryson, you've got Darius Green, and then you've got KB, uh, Kerry Brown, 2023 commit, officially committed as well. So those guys all show promise. They all have youth and we haven't really seen them on the field for the Gophers. So one of those guys, two of those guys, all three of those guys, could step up, but we need to know what's coming from. Hopefully Newbin comes back for one more year, but he could make the leap, especially if he sees a great year in this upcoming year. Now, you also have the potential that Flip Dixon plays safety, but I think that it's advantageous for him to be able to be used all over the field, like I had explained earlier. So I don't see that happening. I don't see them moving him strictly to safety. But you could have a cornerback that flips to the safety position. We've seen that before. Tyler Newbin was a cornerback as a true freshman, and they flipped him to safety. So that's always a potential option. I think of the four need positions I listed, this one's probably the least. 
of them. I think we can find a way to get it done with what we have on the roster and who we have committed. So that's just the first one. Let's jump into the linebacker right here. This is the, I think this and edge, this edge and wide receiver, they're all, they're all up there for positions of need. Now linebacker, the only real production is with Mariano Sori Marin. And you've also got Braylon Oliver, who's had some, and Derek LeCaptain could get more involved, but those are really the only guys that have quality minutes and production, especially Sori Marin at the linebacker position. So we need players to step up and fill those roles because the Gophers have consistently put NFL talent uh, linebackers on the field, even before PJ Fleck. You've got Devon J. Campbell, you've got Carter Coughlin, Blake Cashman. I mean, the list goes on. We've had tons of linebackers that make it to the league. Kamal Martin. So we need a couple guys to step up. Now, youngins that could make that leap. You've got Maverick Baranowski, awesome name, rock star name. Hopefully he's a rock star player as well. He's been showing flashes in spring camp. And then you've got 23 commits that look promising in Latravion and then Alex. I would expect more work at this position though. I do think that the Gophers are going to go in both this year and next year when it comes to linebackers. So that is one of the top positions of need in my opinion. The next one is edge. Now you've got Carter Menz and you've got true freshman Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith, who could be the future at the edge for us. You've also got Sergers who's coming in as a transfer who could be an impact transfer for us this year, but 23 would be his final year of eligibility. But then you've got guys like Austin Booker and Jod Joyner. They could step up. They could be the feature. They could be the guy. I mean, Austin Booker looked like a stud in the spring game. So you hope that that continues through the season and that we have our future edge rush right there. And then you got younger guys like Carter Menz and Anthony Smith stepping up. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I know all Gophers fans are hoping, praying, chanting to the Lord, chanting to the spirits, whatever's for you. We've got folks doing it all, trying to get Jackson Howard on the roster. He would likely play the edge position, and he could be an immediately contributing to this Gophers roster. So let's continue to hope that he heads this way, but edge rush is definitely a position of need. Regardless, we need more production and talent at this position each and every year, especially having lost some of our guys like Otome Wu, like Boye Mafe, Thomas Rush is entering his final year. So we're going to need more edge rush to put the pressure on the quarterback. Now, the final position we are talking about as a position of need is wide receiver, especially if we lose both Chris Abin Bell and Dalen Wright this year. It's a potential. So what does that leave us with? That leaves us with Michael Brown Stevens, who is a gadget style receiver. He can be used all over the field. Think Debo Samuel when it comes to usage. That's how he can be used. And he's used everywhere, which is awesome. Uh, he'll likely be involved no matter what. But then the other guys that you're looking to is Daniel Jackson. He needs to show that he can be the guy and be the next level. He's put up 100 some yards and 200 some yards in his first couple of seasons. But you need to see him take the leap to be the guy as opposed to a guy. And then you've got Ike White, who was used all over in the spring game. Hopefully, he'll continue to be worked in and get opportunities, and you'll see the potential. And then you've got Kristen Hoskins, who just got on campus. Those are kind of our young guys that look to be the future of the position right now. So I think that we are, and it's obvious that we're going heavy on wide receivers for prospects, trying to get more commits. Wide receiver might be the number one position that we are going after. That and edge rush are probably the top two because linebacker, 
although it's important, you can find ways to fill the linebacker spot successfully. Edge rush and wide receiver have to do a ton, a ton with talent and skills and development. So those are ones that are harder to fill. Those are the top two needs. And that's where we sit right now. I think we have a lot of promise when it comes to the Gophers, both looking forward, but this year is the year that we need to go all out and win that Big Ten West championship while building up those younger guys to show flashes and continue the run of success. But when it comes to all this, folks, fear not because PJ Fleck has shown over his entire time with the Govers that he can build, he can develop, and he can make it happen. And now he can recruit and recruit and recruit. So you love to see it. You love to see the transfers that have been coming in, and we're going to continue to find a way to get it done. So this is a show where we always continue to roll. I thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Kane Rob signing off. Take it easy. I'll see you next week.